When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I'm cooler than you are. Why don't you fix your little problems and light this candle? He's right. Let's light this candle. He surely is. Light the candle. Yes. Resume the countdown. Four, three, two, one. Cue music. Come on, Uncle Jed. The party's starting. Hear that music? From South Bend, Indiana... It's the Sports Yak Podcast, brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart. Big and Tall Outlet features big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's catalogs for 50% off manufacturer's suggested retail price. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well, because big guys gotta look good too. This is Jimmy Shorts. The number one most downloaded sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. What doofus would name a podcast after a stupid Tibetan ox? Probably one of these morons. Corey Mann? Uh, Maybe it was Chuck Freebie. Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Follow the Yak on Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks. The second K is silent. And that's good. Ian Book is out and Brandon Winbush is in. That is correct. Or let me let me AP playoff poll committee that headline again. Ian Booker is out. Yes. And Brando Burning Bushmanton is in. Something like that. Yes. yes. Has the coach officially come out and said, this is what's going to happen? He told the Observer, the student newspaper at the University of Notre Dame, gave them an exclusive. Oh. And they tweeted that out about 8.30 this morning. And they had an interviews with Brian Kelly and Brandon Wimbush talking about the fact that Brandon will get the start on senior day. What was the last time we saw that young man? Was it against Michigan? No. The, he got the win against Michigan. Remember, he's the only quarterback in the nation that has a win over one of the top four teams this year. How many times do you think they'll say that Saturday night during the broadcast? Not enough to remind the people who are panicking about Ian Book not being in the game. The Irish faithful, if you will. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what uh, did you get a chance to read the Observer at all? or did you? I haven't had a chance to read it. Yeah, I just scrolled through and, and saw on my Twitter feed that they had that, retweeted it, so... People can take a look if you go to 46 Sports on Twitter. Last night, Brian Kelly trying to tell the media that uh, Ian Book was day-to-day. Well, aren't we all? Um, and referring to it as an upper body injury, although a university spokesperson had already confirmed that it was a rib injury, the gamesmanship that goes on sometimes is just 
it's not even maddening. It's just like, do you do you really think we're all dumb? <laughs> you know, Florida State's improving. Yeah, I see that. Is it coming out? I don't know. Points. I don't yes, know. No. Might be. I do have it ready to go. In yeah, the, I realize that. That's why I didn't even waste my breath. So the last time we actually saw him take a snap in a game was Vanderbilt. Okay. And refresh our memories. What he did he get pulled out? And no, he was didn't that get the pulled. Switcheroo? The the switch came after the Vanderbilt game. Okay. When he threw four interceptions in that game, one touchdown, four interceptions. Irish still won it. And granted, completion percentage has not been good this year, but I just have the feeling that he's made some mechanical adjustments. I also think that the bench can be a wonderful teacher sometimes. And you've got the luxury of putting a quarterback out there who already has 15 starts in his career and is 12-3 and in those 15 starts. And a reminder, Florida State, not that good this year. Right. Four and five. Uh, Outside perspective, too, here's a kid that didn't walk away or transfer. No. He stuck with it. Yes, he did. Is sticking with it. So Brian Kelly plays Metallica super loud to get ready for an away game. Mm-hmm. Does Brian Kelly practice outside to get the team ready for this kind of weather? I believe they did last night. Yes. Okay. And it's going to get even colder Saturday night. Yeah. Allegedly. I mean, today you just have a walkthrough, and that might be done indoors. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but today is just a walkthrough. It's it's not that big a deal. The hay is in the barn for this one, so to speak. You, you've done all the preparation that needs to be done. Florida State will not be used to this type of weather. No. <laughs> no, they shan't. Where do you land on the green jerseys? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Notre Dame traditionally, in big games, has not played well in green jerseys. Yes, I know, they did back in the 70s, okay? But lately, that has not happened. And you may recall a certain 9-0 and team in 2002 that donned green jerseys to play Boston College in the final home game of the year. Yes. And that did not go well. Did you see the video from last night, the, the placing of the yeah, jerseys? Yeah, I mean, the... uh, nobody's going to win an Oscar for that one either. <laughs> you don't think so? No, no. I mean, clever idea and all yes. that, but no, nobody's winning any acting awards for that. Which brings me to my next question. When should the jerseys come out? The green jerseys? Yes. How about never? Never. Is green one of the... I realize they're called the Irish, mm-hmm. but what are the school colors? Blue and gold. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, gold jersey's okay? Yeah. White jersey's okay? With blue and gold numbers, yes. Blue, blue jersey's gold okay. Left. Green, yeah. get them out of here. I don't like them. I, I don't like them in any of the sports, and yet they keep going to them mm-hmm. because they sell. Okay. College football on Pulse FM this weekend. My goodness, do we have a... A cornucopia to choose from. Oh, my gosh. We've got a lot of sports on Pulse FM this weekend. Run it weekend. down for me, brother. Well, let's start at 4 o'clock this afternoon. You've got Notre Dame women's basketball. The Irish open the regular season against Harvard, featuring former St. Joe standout Madeline Raster. Pause button. Go ahead. I was pleasantly surprised by your Twitter video. Why? Tell me more about I didn't know you were going to go over there. I just thought it was uh, awesome on your part to kind of... Go a deeper level on, uh, you know, it's one thing to say it on a sports cast, but, like, 
you put a, a camera interface and got some uh, feedback. Yeah, uh, well, cell phone camera, but a camera nonetheless. HD quality. Exactly. And, you know, that's what we try to bring on the 46 Sports Twitter is HD quality all in, the time. In fact, let's steal that quality right here. It's a great opportunity. I mean, when do you get to go to their gym and play the national champion? So we're really excited to, to just play as hard as we can because we have nothing to lose um, and hopefully give them a good game. I think Muffet's one of the best in the country for sure. And I think Notre Dame is, you know, draws. It's, it's got great academics and great everything. Um, and they're perennial Final Four teams, so why wouldn't you come out here? What happened off camera? Anything? Anything that had hit the editing room floor that you could tell us about? I uh, got a hug from her, teased her. Her, her father and her mother dated at about the same time that Diane and I did. Oh, okay. And her mom and Diane have been friends for that long. And so, as I recalled it, I was later told by my wife that I've recalled it wrong. Uh-oh. But as I recalled it, her father had a red sports coat. Harvard's called the Crimson. So I wondered if the Crimson sport coat would be making an appearance at the game tonight. She said she wasn't sure. She would have to investigate. Speaking of Diane. Happy birthday to the wife of Sports Jack co-host Chuck Freebie. The lovely, the talented. Happy birthday. The always fun-loving Diane Free. I'm sorry for the suffering that you might be doing right now listening to this portion of the program. Happy birthday to Top three things you love about your wife. Top three. Oh, the top, number one, her faith. She is, as we've discussed on the show before, a Shiite Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that means she is, like, really, really Catholic and will go on a jihad if necessary. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea for a shirt. I'm really, really Catholic. As opposed to Jim Gaffigan, who was described in a video yesterday as being barely Catholic. Barely Catholic. Okay, number one, her faith. Number two. Number two, uh, her love of sports. I mean, she is she's passionate about her teams. The kids know that on a college football Saturday— uh, you army crawl underneath that TV. You best not be blocking it. <laughs> they learn that uh, at an early age. And uh, they also learn that it is not a true college football Saturday until you hear Diane Freeby under the phrase, run it down their throats. <laughs> uh, so I love that about her. And uh, number three, I just I love the care that she exudes for all of our children. I could not have married a better mother to our children than Diane. I was thinking about Diane the other day. Easy there, pal. And I thought, you have found the perfect woman. Because what woman would agree to a Cubs game and a Brewers game in the same day at two different To celebrate our anniversary. To celebrate an anniversary. I thought, now that, that's a woman. Yeah. No, she's terrific. I mean, when we were dating, um, I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Diner? It's been a long time. Stellar cast, if I remember correctly. In the movie Diner, there's a guy that's getting ready to get married. Okay. And he gives his potential fiance a quiz about the Baltimore Colts. And if she cannot pass the quiz, they're not getting married. Okay. Well, it wasn't anything like that, but before Diane and I got married, we went on two 
baseball trips together. One was a driving trip. We started in Chicago on a Friday night, went down to St. Louis for games Saturday and Sunday, came back up to Chicago for games Monday and Tuesday, went to Detroit on Wednesday for a game, Cincinnati on Thursday, Pittsburgh on Friday, and Cleveland on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. That took some planning back It did. Then. It did. Wow. So that was the driving trip. The following year. Was this pre-marriage? Yes. Separate rooms? Yes. That's my boy. Yeah. So the following year, we took it up a notch. What? And we did a flying trip. And we started in Chicago. Her brother graduated on a sat. We went to a White Sox game on a Friday. Her brother graduated on a Saturday. Saturday night, we flew out to Kansas City. We went to a Royals game on Sunday. Hopped on a plane Sunday night, flew out to San Francisco for games on Monday and Tuesday. Hopped a plane to L.A. for a game Wednesday night at Dodger Stadium. Thursday, we went to Disneyland. Friday, we went to a game in Anaheim. And Saturday night, we went to a game in San Diego. That's incredible. And flew back home on a Sunday. Two questions, first of all. (laughs) Two questions. How much would a trip like that cost? Do you remember like any kind of, no pun intended, ballpark figure? I think because of the super, you got to remember this, 1989, 1990, there were things called super saver airfares. Yes. And I think we might have done that bad boy for, because in San Francisco, we stayed with my cousin. So we saved some money there. Yeah. I think we might have done that bad boy, the two of us, for a couple grand. And... Do you are you calling ballparks for tickets back then, or is there Ticketmaster back then? Yeah, there was Ticketmaster. Yeah, eighty nine ninety. Yeah, yeah. My goodness, man! Wouldn't you like to go do that again? Oh yeah, absolutely. You got the guts. You got the you got uh, the strength. I'm not sure I have the time. Well, there's that. Yeah, you're almost an empty nester. There could be. You never know what that could be. The, in the that future. could be the celebratory first year of empty nesting. I, I never thought we'd be in Rome, but we went there for There's our twenty fifth anniversary. Boy, that was a fun little rabbit trail. Yeah, I don't have I don't have a story like that. I've seen a I've seen a rock band twice in one week, but I've never done. Uh, man, that's that's something. That's inspiring. There you go. Plan I, something out with that. I feel Debbie. like we need to play all, Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. All right, let's see here. So we've covered college football. We feel pretty good about that? Uh, or did we, we do what we're... We never really got past the first game on the Pulse FM schedule. Oh, okay. So basketball today at four. Uh, today at four, Notre Dame and Harvard women's basketball tonight at eight. IU takes on Montana State in basketball. Okay. Then Saturday it's a college football day with IU and Maryland at noon, Purdue at Minnesota at three thirty. Back to basketball for Purdue and Ball State Saturday night at eight. And sometimes we play music. That'll be Sunday. <laughs> That's what Sundays are for. Yeah. Let's rewind a little bit. College basketball. Last night, I, I looked for it. Couldn't find it anywhere on a TV. So I listened to the broadcast for a little bit. <laughs> What's that about? Um, I don't know. Was someone sick or on assignment? or Jack Nolan hosts the Brian Kelly show on Thursday night. So he so was he over at O'Rourke's. That. 
and Darren Pritchett filled in on the basketball game. What an interesting decision to have him go do that as opposed to let someone else go do that and you call the games. You, well, as in it's Jack, you go okay, call the games. Okay, but game. it's Chicago State. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's probably and given the events of yesterday, I guarantee you there were probably more listeners and interest in the Brian Kelly radio show than there was in the Notre Dame Chicago State. Let's see what he has to say about the game. Yeah, and Ian Book and all that situation. Okay. By the way, uh, men's basketball coach Mike Bray at Hamas today at 3.30 signing the mysterious book. You know, the book that he wrote. Have we reached out? Uh, Yes, I have the Bray story coming up here in just a bit. Oh, okay. So college basketball last night, Irish beat Chicago State. 89-62, 15 points for Elijah Burns. Notre Dame did shoot the ball better. They were 32% from three-point range last night. Still was a close game at halftime. It was only a five-point game at halftime. Mike Bray said afterwards, his guys are starting to figure things out. They're having to do it on the fly. I kind of give them a hall pass with the schedule this year because it's a very young team that does need to figure th- some things out. It takes me back to when I was a student. I uh, One of the first basketball columns I wrote for the student newspaper, The Observer, criticized Digger Phelps for his schedule because my freshman year, Notre Dame played in one week Indiana, UCLA, and Kentucky, and <laughs> Digger built it as big three week. The following year, in one week, they played Valparaiso, Dartmouth, and St. Joseph's of Rensselaer. And I said, oh, is this the, I made the quip in the column, oh, is this the new big three week? Well, Digger sees me in the hallways of the Joyce Center and was none too happy with the crack that I made. Said, young team, still trying to find confidence, need to build it up, get wins, back off. Really? Got yeah. in your face, huh? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I wouldn't have. And I get his point. I mean, at that point, you know, you're not no sophomore from college. You think you have all the answers. As you get older, you realize at that time you didn't have all the answers and probably had that come to you. You've always been a little bit of a rebel rouser, haven't you? You've always kind of rattled the cage, kicked the hornet's nest. Yeah, well, if I if I see something that I think isn't right, I'll say so. Okay. I mean, much like the other day on this show. And, I, and I'm sorry, we've gone back to ADD radio here today. But There that's, are no rules, Chuck. You know, I understand that. Um, but going back to the other day, we were talking about the election here mm-hmm. in St. Joe County and the 22,000 missing votes. So the South Bend Tribune calls the county clerk, who's also on the election board, mm-hmm. and says... You know, when you guys were doing live results the other night, why didn't you tell people that these votes weren't in? And she goes, you're sensationalizing the story. We're doing the best we can. And hung up. Somehow I find it difficult to think that 22,000 missing votes in a county this size can possibly be sensationalized by the media. That's not a sensationalizing. It's a fact. You didn't count 22,000 votes. You're And you're the clerk. You're somewhat incompetent. <laughs> I don't know what party you belong to. I think you might have been at a party. But 
holy cow, how can you say that's being sincere? And we're doing the best we can. Well, your best isn't good enough, as the song says. Uh, have we found out? Has that done any difference to Yeah, any the- three races got flipped because of the results. Really? Three races. Oh, boy. School board president. Thanks for playing. <laughs> You're out. Oh, shoot. Can you imagine that phone call? Um, I'm sorry, uh, but uh, candidate, um, you might not want to hold that victory celebration. You've got 22,000 votes. What? <laughs> I just turned into my uncle and snickered. High school football. Can you see at this point in the season who might be going down to Indianapolis? Can you get a clearer vision of that? I know you've got a couple games left. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you in 1A, it's going to be Pioneer. Pioneer's going. Yeah. They play Triton tonight. Pioneer won its sectional championship 70 to 7. 70 to 7. And I believe your your phrase was Triton will entertain yes. Pioneer tonight? Yes. Okay. That's Pioneer's going. So, uh, 2A, good battle tonight on 46. You can watch it live on Facebook at 8 o'clock. Whiting at Bremen, that will be a very competitive game, as will the 3A game between Marion and Lures. I think Mishawaka has a good shot of going down and representing the area in 4A. They've got a, a Lowell team tonight that's won two straight regionals but is not as strong as what they've been. Mishawaka should win that game tonight. 5A, Michigan City looks really strong from this area, but they play a team called New Palestine down in the – closer to Indy, they would play them in the semi-state. That's going to be a tough out for them. So looking at, you know, Mishawaka and Pioneer are the two teams that I look at and say pretty good bets to go state. This is Mishawaka coach's first year. (laughs) Yes, it is. That'll be an exciting. He inherited uh, a veteran team, and, and they've learned their lessons well. Before we get any further into Sports Yak, let's check in with Derek at Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart. They got those nice, nice, warm Notre Dame hats and beanies starting at just $10. Hey, you want to dress up for the game this weekend or whatever? Maybe you got a Christmas party coming up? Let's talk about this. Star Wars cufflinks, Batman cufflinks. Nice. But what I think the Sports Yak fans want to know about is the hoodie game. Derek and Kim at Big and Tall Outlet, let's talk hoodie game. What you got hoodie-wise? Obviously, like the rest of you in uh, northern Indiana and around, uh, I assume you guys have noticed that it's getting colder outside. We do have a large selection of hoodies, um, starting at large tall and sliding all the way up right now to, I believe, beyond 10x. Um, we'll work our way down there and we'll see what sizes we have. You can see all the colors, all the patterns that we have available here. That's good, Derek. That's real good. Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart or BigandTallOutlet.com because big guys got to look good, too. From the South Bend, Indiana, it's the Sports Yak Podcast brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart. This is Jimmy Shorts number one most downloaded sports podcast on the studio DNA podcast network and that's good sports yak stats hot off the presses before I walked in here wow I thought you'd get a kick out of yeah we get these uh, on Friday by the way you as the listener you are getting these at the same time as I yes 
Sports Yak Stats, the number one place people are listening to Sports Yak. Uh, last it week from, it was Elkhart. No, no, not cities yet. Oh, okay. uh, location as far as the download or the subscription. All right. Apple iTunes in at number one. We tip our cap to Apple iTunes. Spreaker.com, which love you and some, I basically some Spreaker. We push that out. Yep. In at number three, iHeartRadio. Okay. Which came in late to the ball game. They they want you to have ten episodes of whatever you have All right. before they go, we're on board. Yeah. In at number four, Spotify. Yeah. I've I've been known to use that as well, too. Here we go. Top five cities listening to the Yak this past week. All right. In a number five, and I do know why, Warsaw, Indiana. Why? I think Clint Dog. Oh, yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? I think a little Clint Dog uh, hype. A little Clint Dog goes a long way. A little Clint Dog goes a long way. In a number four, the gated community of Granger, Indiana. yeah. In a number three, Chicago, Illinois, I want to hit the pause button right there and go, if you are listening in the Chicago area, email us, thesportsyak, with two Ks, at gmail.com. I'm just curious. I think I might know why. I don't know. I think they're getting their hot takes from Jimmy Shorts. I think they're getting their their Jim Shorts. And, uh, by the way, we'll get one of those in today's show, won't we? Or will we? It's going to need some editing. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Every time I hear it on Friday morning, I go, oh, Jim. There's work to be done. Jim. Hey there, sports fans. It's me, Jimmy Shorts. I was painting my nails. Don't they look beautiful? Welcome to week 10 of the NFL. Get ready, Chicago. The Detroit Lions are coming to Soldier Field. Now, both teams have even quarterbacks. Chicago's got better defense. The running game, both teams are even. It's going to come down to a field goal. Detroit's got a better kicker. Remember that doofus we got lost a big game in Miami. Nevertheless, Chicago, the Bears aren't going to let the Lions come in and take a big poop at Soldier Field. No, 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 no. You put your money on a home team. Chicago, the Bears are going to beat the Lions. I'm Jimmy Shorts. That's good. Number two, South Bend, Indiana. And number one, once again. Still the city with an elk, the RV capital of the world, the band instrument capital of the world. Woo! Send it up for the city, the hometown of Elkhart, Indiana. Uh, I did get some uh, feedback earlier this week. People don't quite understand the intro and the outro of the show featuring (laughs) Jim Shorts. Here's what I went and did. I went and uh, cut up episode seven of What Else, my interview podcast. Yes. Kevin Matthews is, uh, in my opinion, one of the greatest on-air talents in the 20th century. Both Chuck and I listened to Kevin in his heyday. Yes. And Kevin uh, brought to the microphone a multitude of character voices. Multitude. But there is a story, an origin story, of that of Jim Short's and we'll share that with you so you're now in on the joke. Where did Jim Shorts come from? What's the origin there? Jim was, uh, I needed a quick voice. Jim is real, by the way. Which is why he's not here right now. Exactly. He's, uh, he's got a lot going he's on. He's very busy. It was too, it, it was too um, a smokescreen. Because the person, that, uh, the LAV and John Shepard, the owner, he thought, I just did this voice, and I blamed everything on the guy. You know, hey, Jim did it. Well, tell Jim to knock it off. 
you know, he did. You had a manager that thought the guy was real yeah. and you blamed it on this other guy. Yeah. He never came into our studio. He's an owner that smoked a lot, you know, just scotch. Tell him not to. Da, da. He was a great guy. Great guy. And there you go. Jim Shorts, the story. The man, the myth, the legend. And I, I, I think uh, our new intro and outro is my absolute favorite. Because who wouldn't want to be called a moron? And that still needed cleaning up. <laughs> it still needed cleaning up. There's a little bit left on the editing room floor. Uh, yeah, I want to hear from Chicago, whoever's listening over there, to get the number three spot on the top five. That's great. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of done all I've wanted to do here. What do you have on your plate that you'd like to cover? Did you talk at all about the NFL? Because we've got to get Jimmy's prediction in. And so the NFL weekend, first of all, Steelers looked very impressive last night. They just smashed Carolina. They don't care if Le'Veon Bell ever comes back, I don't think, because they've got a great running back in James Conner. Big Ben has put that team on its back 52 points last night as they beat Carolina. This weekend, the Bears play the Lions. At Soldier Field. At Soldier Field. Do you know that Mitch Trubisky has not beaten a divisional foe yet in his Bears career? No. He is 0-6 against teams from the NFC North. On paper, do these two teams look pretty even? On paper, I would say the Bears are the favorite. Okay. Bears are in first. Lions are in last. Lions just traded away Golden Tate a couple of weeks ago. Oh, probably their top receiver. So I think to the, the Eagles, right? Okay. Uh, Lions have a brand new coach in Matt Patricia. It's really been an up and down for him. Bears with a new coach in Matt Nagy. It's been a pretty good ride for him so far. You could make a case that with the Bears' losses to Green Bay and Miami, they could be a seven and one football team right now. Bears have a horrible kicker. Detroit's not too shabby, right? Oh, boy. Although the Bears kicker has been better as of late. Home field, Bears on a cold Sunday afternoon. I'm going to go with the home team. I will, too. So the Colts have Jacksonville at home this weekend. i got to take Andrew Luck and the boys there. Again, home field advantage. Jacksonville's not all that good. Not that the Colts are any great shakes, but I think the Colts are getting healthier, too. And every week that goes by, I'm more and more impressed with Andrew Luck's comeback this year. So Colts could get to 4-5 and five with a win this weekend. Chiefs and Cardinals? Chiefs and Cardinals, I'd go all Chiefs in that one. The Cardinals aren't very good. It's a, it's a bad week for NFL games. Oh, uh, Patriots and Titans. Really, the, um, I'm, I'm a little curious about the Miami at Green Bay game just because I think it's going to be really cold at Lambeau Field. And the Dolphins coming up from Miami, it's going to be very similar to the Florida State-Notre Dame experience. And I don't think Miami's going to want any part of Green Bay in Lambeau Field. I would take the Packers heavily in that game. I think the Rams will bounce back well against Seattle. I'm so tired of reading about the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones and yeah. blah, 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 and, blah. And blah, the blah. Monday night game is just pure hot garbage. It's the Giants, the Niners. It's just a steaming pile oh. sitting there. Wait a minute. A 1-7 team against a 2-7 team? Aren't you being a little harsh? No, I, I'm being kind by just saying that that's hot garbage. Now, I will say that next week has some really good games, including the Monday Nighter, the Chiefs and the Rams. Oh, that's going to be – that's gold, Jerry. That's gold. Let me pull back the curtain on what I saw yesterday morning, and then you fill in the blanks a little bit. 
this Ian Book story starts to unfold and boot, 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 Chuck's vibrating phone during well, that our- was because I took the keys to the van. Oh, that was the keys. That, that yeah, wasn't that, uh, that people had wanting nothing to know to do things. With the Ian Book. Well, it did. But. How has that changed? Countdown to kickoff. Your last countdown to kickoff of the season. The last countdown to kickoff in the stadium. In the stadium. Sorry. Yeah. Because uh, we'll have one next week for the Syracuse game. Well, it's it's obviously changed the lead story. There's almost some mention of the Ian Book injury in every segment, just because people might be tuning in late, right? Um, so it's it's changed it somewhat, changed our line of questioning for a couple of the guests that we have. I mean, it is it's the preeminent story for Notre Dame football going into the weekend. You have a countdown to kick off for Syracuse? Yeah, it's the Shamrock Series game. So it airs on NBC next Saturday afternoon at 2.30. No, I'll be here in the studio. Alex Wilcox will be at the big ballpark of the Bronx, Yankee Stadium. Do you get? Were you even asked to go? Well, no, because I have a semi-state game to do Friday night here. And for... airplanes? Saturday morning, get on up there? Yeah. Parachute in? I'm not one of your concert guests. Operation you know, I, I'm not one of your concert guests who gets the uh, the flights in and the out. The private plane. Yeah. We were asked yesterday if we had a private plane for one of our artists. Ah. Like, in the early 80s? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> you would have had to fly in the cargo hold, but yeah, yeah, sure. You don't mind wearing a Feed the Hungry shirt, do you? Oh, shoot. All right, so countdown to kickoff. That'll be um, 6.30 on Saturday night on WNDU. We got offered tickets to the game last night. Well, I you went I, to hey, you went to Garth Brooks. I went to Garth Brooks, and I did say to you, I've said to other people, I would enjoy one game under my belt of winter-like conditions. This would be that one. Yeah, it's not going to snow during the game, though. No? If you, if you want to see snow, that's not going to happen during the game. It'll be a lengthier game, though. You're doing the whole seniors walking out and hugging the parents. That's before the game. They, it's not like they stop the game in the middle and then do that. You sure? Like homecoming? Yeah, I'm sure. What about the floats? No floats. <laughs> Too cold. Who are we waving goodbye to tomorrow night? Well, the seniors. <laughs> I know, but... Uh, Drew like Tranquil. Okay. Tavon Coney. Brandon Wimbush. Tillery? Uh, Jerry Tillery. Yeah, I think his time has come. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Quite a few. Get your yak on. A hundred and six points. Skins. <laughs> Skinny dipping. That's the fact, yak. The Sports Yak Podcast. Wherever you listen or download podcasts. I'll leave you with this. Uh, the Beatles put out a new version of the White Album. How did they do that? Well, two of them still get together and have meetings. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Chuck, there are 108 songs in this project. Oh, my gosh. And uh, if you're a total Beatles nerd, you get to hear take number one of Hey Jude. Oh. Like the first time, let's try this and see what happens. Okay. You get to hear um, a really slower version of Revolution that doesn't have that kind of, yeah. 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 And you get to hear a pretty... Junky, oh blah dee, oh blah da. Yeah. I listened to a few this morning. Why would you? Why would you want to put out your bad takes? Well, in my opinion, bad take. I think it's the anatomy of a song. You know, okay. those are classic songs, and it's you're going to listen to this a perspective of here's where it started, here's what they were thinking. I don't need to know how the sausage gets made. 
Some Beatles fans like to know how the sausage gets made. Some people want to crank the shaft to the sausage maker. (laughs) Isn't that what they do? You put the thing in there and you crank the shaft and the meat comes out? Through the grinder. Through the grinder? You know that old tale. (laughs) So other than sports, anything else on your weekend? Anything fun? Anything? Uh, Thaw out by Sunday. You know, I'm going to be out in the cold tonight. I'm going to be out in the cold tomorrow night. Sunday, I just want to wrap myself in fleece and just lay. Oh, what a great visual to end with. Let's be ensconced. Mm -hmm. Ensconced in fleece and velvet. Chuck, nothing but fleece freebie on Sunday. Mm. Until next week, I owe you a Bray story. I reached out via the phone number that's on the website. There's a Sarah that works in his office. I, I asked if there was a Stephanie. She apparently is left, and Sarah is the replacement. Uh, Stephanie's old email is on the page, so that got rectified, I think. Well, you should go back and look. I'll go back and look. Because Sarah was not happy that Stephanie was still nope, on the page. No, that, that might be the end to get Mike Bray on this program for uh, promotion of his new book or whatever. But I did say, here's the, here's the Christmas list. We want him here physically in the studio. Over the phone or coming to him, eh, we want him here on our home field advantage. Yes, so that he's, you know, intimidated. Yes. So he can see the queen of Christian music, Amy Grant. So he can see the new poster we've got hanging up. Of his team. So he can see this empty vase sitting here in front of me. <laughs> empty. There's a lot of inexplicable stuff in this studio. Inexplainable stuff, I think, was the word you were looking for. No, I used the one I wanted to use. Chuck, say goodbye to all the fans. Goodbye to all the fans. Until- I don't know where you're going, but goodbye. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Hit the subscribe button so you never, ever, never, ever, ever miss an episode of Sports Yak. Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. You've been listening to the Sports Yak Podcast. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet Ian Elkhart. Big and Tall Outlet features big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's catalogs for 50% off manufacturer's suggested retail price. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well, because big guys got to look good too. Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Shorts, and that's good. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.